Hey guys, so welcome back to another episode of Trainer Talk and in this episode we have Amin here with us. So Amin here is going to share with us some tips of uh, you guys who are having clients when they are uh, in the fasting month, what should they do, what kind of advice should you give uh, trainers to, to solve this this uh, month of fasting because training is going to be harder than usual so how do you maintain the relationship and everything so before we get into that we uh, i think you should introduce yourself first to the people at home hi everyone i'm amin uh, i'm one of the trainer at kd train okay nice short and sweet introduction so before we go into that uh, ramadan tips uh, let's just start with a few simple questions that we also have from our other viewers at home right Okay, so the first question is um, What's the difference or what is life like after being a trainer? Meaning that uh, your time is now a little bit more uh, unplanned because you have clients to train So what do you think life is like now that uh, you are already a trainer? So once I become a part of a training trainer team I learned how to manage my own, uh, my own thing, my own time because I need to appreciate my lifestyle, my working style, then my social lifestyle. So how I kept, I need to adapt from before and after now because before previously I don't have compact uh, compared to now. So I need. There's some more I also know new people here and learn and some learn how to manage time from them, how they split their time, how they train their clients, then how they yeah, adjust their lifestyle. Okay, so it's more adapting to the, the thing than changing your whole and accommodate to accommodate to the clients, right? Okay, so I think uh, what you just told me is not only you become a trainer but you learn a new skill which is I think a very powerful skill is time management yes. how to arrange your time uh, efficiently so you can do everything according to what you want to do right that, that's good I think okay so anything else to add? that's for now that's for now okay I think uh, life after being a trainer is exactly that so in one of the first videos earlier, we talked about the misconception of being a trainer which is uh, when people think you become a trainer, you get a lot of time to, to exercise on your own because you work in the gym now. Actually, that is far from the truth, right? Because you actually get less time to work out on your own and your training gets you know, less of a priority compared to the client session. Yeah, so I think that learning how to manage your time is a great skill to have. Or a great skill that you will learn after you become a trainer. Yeah, because we need to study about our clients also, how we want to improve their life, how we want to guide them to, in order to for them to help themselves to get a better life result, a better result and life. Yeah, that's good. So it's not only time spent in the session, but also time spent on the clients outside of the session. Yes. Okay, that's great. I think that's good insight for whoever wants to be a trainer in the future. This is good advice. Okay, so uh, without further ado, let's jump into the second question. So the second question that we have for today uh, is how do you maintain a good relationship with your client? Hmm. Uh, for me, we 
have to build a trust person because for people who follow you don't know, know them well so you need to talk to them first you need to know, to know them very well in order for them to trust you to put themselves under you to train them then you need to gain their trust first and then you can build their slowly build relationship between them so everything you and every session will become smooth and you can get the result what you wanted Okay, I think that sounds great because in order for, for you to get results as a trainer, I think the trust also comes from, from yourself. It, it works both ways. Where if you just uh, expect trust from the, the client itself, it, you know, it's, it's a one-way thing. But if you ask or get uh, the trust from the client, then you create this accountability system that will, I think, enhance the results that you get, right? Well, but with that said, right, so the communication between client and uh, personal trainer is important. Mm -hmm. So we need to listen to them, then they also can, they could tell us what they need, then what we can help them, you mm -hmm. know, for them to achieve their, their goals. Okay, great. I think what he said is, is one of the best skills a trainer can have, which is to listen, to actually listen to, to clients. Great skill, good advice over there. Uh, most people, they hear, but they do not listen. Right? There's a big difference between hearing and listening. So I think what I mean here is trying to stress is that uh, put yourself in your client's shoe and understand the, the, what they are really going through. And then from there, how you, can you help them the best way that you know how. So yeah, I think that's a great way to maintain a good relationship with the client and I think if you do that long enough, it's going to be a very healthy relationship between the client and the trainer. Okay? Okay, anything else to add? Uh, that's all from me for now. Okay, I think that's great. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break and when we come back, Amin is going to share some tips on how he's going to uh, advise trainers who have clients going through this month of Ramadan and what kind of advice would he give uh, to these trainers and also he'll be sharing some of his own experiences of how he trained during the fasting month right so stay tuned and we'll be back this Mother's Day our clients have a special message to share with you I say it's if you really want to do it, you will have time for that. You just prioritize your things first, and it's very important that every mother exercise because. You have to be fit for your kid, your family, and you have to take care of your health. It's the most important thing. So I guess it's quite a good thing like we do for our makeup and dresses. I guess this is also one accessories that will carry a long way. So I should, I mean I encourage everyone to give it a try. I've tried so I guess everybody can, can do it. Yeah, I think, you know, moms out there, I know it is difficult to, to take the first step, but uh, I can assure you that, you know, once you start exercising and you see the results, you know, you will not regret it. 
Happy Mother's Day from all of us from KD Trainer. Welcome back to uh, another episode of Training Talk. So today we have this uh, special Ramadan edition going on. I have here with me uh, Ami. He is the Mufti of Exercise <laughs> So, uh, if you guys recall uh, correctly, in the past I did say that we do invite um, the trainers out there to come and, and, and join us for this um, segment. Uh, and really, we do not mind if you feel English is hard, we can we can do this training talk in multiple languages. And now, and now to prove that point, we are going to do this in Malay. So we can uh, reach out to you guys out there. We apologize for some construction work going on downstairs. So switching now. Uh, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, I mean, uh, Okay. 
Jadi soalan yang seterusnya Actually Sebenarnya kita dah jawab soalan ni Jadi soalan yang seterusnya adalah Patutkah kita senahan pada guna pasal Dia rasa jawapan tadi dah menjawab soalan ni ya. Okay uh, Seterusnya Yang soalan seterusnya ni uh, Berkaitan dengan pengalaman Amin sendiri Macam mana Amin handle dehydration Apabila Bersenam pada guna pasal So first kita kena Pengambilan air yang secukupnya Terutamanya pada bulan puasa Tak kira pada bulan bukan puasa pun Kita kena minum air secukupnya juga Tapi dalam bulan puasa Kita kena pastikan diri kita Pastikan diri kita Mengambil air yang secukupnya Iaitu sekurang-kurangnya 18 air sehari Anda boleh bahagikan Pada Sebelum sahur, selepas buka, selepas solat terawih dan sebelum tidur Sekurang kepada anda Sekurang-kurangnya anda perlu minum air 1 hingga 2 liter Iaitu 18 hmm. Dan Pak kena bijak anda mengatur anda punya waktu untuk bersenam Iaitu Seperti saya katakan sebentar tadi Selepas buka, selepas solat terawih ataupun sebelum sahur Okay. Kalau pengalaman saya sendiri Sebab saya suka minum kopi Jadi uh, kopi ini adalah satu bentuk minuman yang bersifat Dalam Inggeris dia panggil diuretic Meaning Atau maksudnya kafein dalam kopi ini Dia memaksa air keluar daripada badan dia Bila dari segi berpeluh, kenci dan lain-lain Jadi kalau anda seorang penggemar kopi jadi mungkin pada bulan puasa boleh kurangkan sikit dengan kopi untuk mengelakkan uh, unnecessary hydration dan jadi kurangkan kopi dan sepanjang waktu berbuka maksudnya dari waktu tujuh hingga tu terus dengan onwards sepanjangkan minum uh, air kosong ok uh, nampaknya setakat itu kita tinggal trade talk kali ni jadi kalau ada soalan uh, lain yang berkaitan dengan uh, fitness dan puasa uh, Sila tinggalkan komen di bawah Kalau anda rasa susah nak faham apa yang kami cakap ni Jangan takut ada English subtitle uh, Mungkin juga kita beli buku uh, Chinese subtitle uh, We'll see uh, Whatever works Okay, bye bye guys Dan selamat berpuasa